But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. Welcome back to WD MagicCast for the week of September 25th, 2022. This is episode 196. WD MagicCast, the show about the mouse, the marvels, the galaxy, and beyond. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. In this week's show, Isaac and I talk about some of the news that has come out recently from Marvel and talk about some of the upcoming things that will be coming to Disney+. Plus. Also, I got a survey out here. Um, surveys are back. Woo! Surveys are back. Question was, three episodes in, what was your take on Star Wars and or on Disney Plus? The, answer, the answers being, or options being, amazing. Getting there. Could be better. Given up already. Zero percent of you said giving up already. Thank goodness for that. Um, definitely give it worth it you know give it a try it's it's definitely worth it zero percent also said could be better nice to nice to hear that 20 percent said getting there so we got 20 percent of getting there which means an outstanding 80 percent said it is amazing that is great to hear um so thank you to all who voted and we'll get you more surveys soon. Fortunately, that one was only on Twitter. I have been having trouble with Facebook to try and get the polls out on there. Um, let me try again and see what happens. But definitely look for it on Twitter where we're at WD MagicCast. And, you know, we'll be putting the surveys out there. Follow us on the Facebook also because we may eventually be getting on there. So Facebook.com slash WD MagicCast. In the meantime... First of all, I would like to apologize this episode getting out so late. Uh, personally, been having a lot going on. October is a very... September um, and into October is a very crazy time for my life personally with the, the kids and everything, and uh, you probably can't blame me. Kids come first. Um, my, my podcast comes after that. So uh, I... I I'm fighting to get you guys an episode every week, uh, and I do plan on keeping that up. Uh, just be patient. This is why it's always important to subscribe, so that way we know you know when the new episodes come out. On a more somber note, um, I do want to go out and say my thoughts and prayers are in our hearts all go out to the people of Puerto Rico and Florida and uh, to the Carolinas, but, you know, Florida and, and Puerto Rico who have um, Lion Week of Hurricane Ian. Um, it is it's sad. Uh, it is devastating. Um, I, uh, unfortunately, the best I can do for you right now is pray, but if you, the listeners, also can do um, you could donate or help out in any sort of way, please. Um, some people have nothing now. 
uh, and they they have to start again their lives from nothing. They lost their house. They lost everything, all their possessions. It's sad. Uh, it is sad, and uh, you know you they're in our thoughts and prayers. But if uh, if this little podcast of mine of ours can help just help you escape and smile for a little bit then we we've done our part and on that that note we'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors well hello there i hope you're enjoying this week's episode of the disney marvels podcast if you have a little bit of free time and you'd like to check out something a little bit different i encourage you to listen to the chat Disney podcast. My name is Mercedes and I am one half of the Chat Disney podcast. Myself and my friend Tash are both based in the UK and we give a female British view on all things Disney from parks, movies and even more. Check out the Chat Disney podcast at chatdisney.co.uk. And now on with the show. Some say D23 was the ultimate expo for Marvel and Lucasfilm, but not so much for the parks. And others say the Comic-Cons between San Diego and your Comic-Cons are the ones that really hit it out of the park. But not all news comes out of those events. A lot of times, the studios intentionally, or just a matter of timing, Release stuff after the fact. Case in point. Marvel Studios has had a lot of news happen since D23 and ahead of New York Comic Con, which is a few days away. And here to discuss it, because I think some of this stuff needs to be talked about, is the man who has his pulse on the multiverse and may be best friends with the Watcher. Isaac, welcome back, Isaac. How you doing? Uh, it's a pleasure to be back on this podcast, Matt, with these lovely listeners, man. Uh, thank you for always having me on, man. I do appreciate that. Hey, it's, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So, yeah, um, as, as we were saying, and actually you brought a number of these things to my attention even, that uh, Marvel's been... Uh, been busy recently <laughs> yeah no yeah marvel kind of so you know for the people out there uh granted this may be coming out a little late but for the for the people out there uh so it's it's no it's no secret that um a couple of days ago uh mr ryan reynolds himself gave a special update uh to uh to what's happening with deadpool in his uh youtube channel and of course, the biggest news that came from that broke is that uh, no other than Mr. Hugh Jackman himself, who has played Wolverine, is coming back to reprise his role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, which, again, now, again, 
with everything that Hugh Jackman has said to himself, that he said that he wasn't going to come back to the character. So to kind of see him pop up in Ryan Reynolds' video, I think was a big shock. And as well, it's a major delight to every fanboy in the, not only the MCU, but for people who are big fans of X-Men in general. I I am not... I would say I'm completely surprised, but I'm I'm not completely surprised. I um knowing how much those roles meant to Hugh Jackman, I I can't say I'm completely surprised that he did come back to it. Um, even though you know he was done, he was he was never gonna do the character again. Logan was the final thing. But you you also have to take in consideration this is not the company he was dealing with before everything else was through 20th century fox 21st century fox and that production house it wasn't directly related through marvel this is directly related through marvel uh ryan reynolds i'm sure personally asked him to come back uh i'm sure some other people may have gotten involved in that discussion and i i can't say i'm i'm fully surprised um, and considering that they've worked together before with these respective characters, albeit in a less than stellar movie, but they've worked together before, so it's it's you know they they have a camaraderie, they have a, a working relationship. I don't know what their relationship outside of the theaters are, but they have that working relationship, and you know I I think. If it wasn't a solid enough script or concept, I don't think he would have gotten involved. You know, uh, of course, one would want to think, believe that. Uh, hopefully the script's going to be good. Uh, anything that Ryan Reynolds, I think, has done up to this point has been pretty stellar. I haven't um, seen Free Guy yet. No, I've uh, well, yeah, I haven't seen Free Guy either. I'll, I'll admit that too. So I would say everything that he's done has been stellar, though. But I, I will say that one thing that Ryan Reynolds has been a pretty impressive master right now, and that's marketing. Yes. And the fact that uh, Disney and Feige were smart enough to just kind of let Ryan Reynolds do Ryan Reynolds, even to the fact that they were they gave. They've given even Reynolds the permission to kind of release this kind of information on his YouTube channel. I think shows a lot of comfort and faith that all the stuff that he did when he was under the Fox umbrella is comfortably carried over to Disney. And, I, and so it's good that they recognize don't if it's not broken, don't fix it. I might have messed that up, but <laughs> that's saying, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's just smart that you just kind of let Ryan Reynolds do his own thing. And again, like you said, uh, Reynolds and, and, and Jackman have actually been pretty good friends off, 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 offset, you know, if you ever pay attention to the social media, they're joshing each other in every moment that they can on YouTube videos, on his channel, um, on social media, they're always constantly going at each other, whatever they have, whatever they have the chance. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, in, in, in a weird, in, in a weird point, 
um, it does make it's I guess not really surprising that Reynolds was able to convince Jackman to come back to reprise his character one more time. However, if you had had the option to see the follow-up video uh, that mm-hmm. was released, and I had I was about to bring that up. Yeah, so. Um, you know, uh, it, it does explain a lot about the differences between Yoke Logan being in a completely different universe, and then it goes into uh, a lot of impressive detailed information uh, about the details of what's going to be in Deadpool 3. Which is, I, I'm quite surprised which they, they were so open about all that. Oh, yeah, no, I think it was very detailed very very skilled they dropped everything within a couple of minutes man I might yeah that, i mean it, it's it, they just put it all right out there yeah so um the yeah so with with that was was now bringing it back another character too i mean well, what does this so you know uh, to, to kind of even touch upon what where are we at with the marvel with with mutants moving forward now because now this is kind of like granted deadpool is now coming back into the fold which is great um and it seems like what what version are you do you think we're going to get with this iteration of Wolverine? because you have to think it's it 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 may not be the one under Brian Singer that he's been playing for the longest period of time. It, uh, it's hard. I don't want to speculate too much onto that. Um, I I really don't know which version of Wolverine the uh, Logan that we're going to be getting. Uh, one thing that they brought up, which is a very good point, Logan takes place in the the relatively far future. Uh, so, you know, in fact, oh, he's dead. Well, yes, but no. It's like Black Widow's dead, but we still got a movie about her. So, that yeah, one thing happens. It's not necessarily happening in our realm of time. Things are, you know, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, uh, kind of all over the place. Um, and, and to jump in, you know, since this is also the multiverse, this could be a completely different multiverse altogether, so... This is the phase of the multiverse, yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, does Doctor Strange kind of open up a portal and pull these two through? I mean, we, that, I, I know nothing. That that's, uh, you know, we, we don't know. Um, but as I think we've discussed in the past, they've been dropping lots of subtle hints about mutants coming into the MCU. Um, even just at the end of Ms. Marvel, um, the, you know, the, the kind of not saying anything, but giving enough inference uh, in certain statements to imply there is something else other than superhuman characters who've been created by a super serum radiation or something some outside of body uh you know catalyst so this is um this is in a, a complete surprise uh also kevin feige since day one of the fox acquisition has been on record about saying how much he likes the Deadpool films. So the fact that he's giving Ryan Reynolds 
pretty much carte blanche to just keep going at it. Like you said, if if it's not broke, don't fix it. To Feige, the Deadpool franchise is not broke. It, you know, it serves its purpose. It's got its following, and it's it's done in a very caring and loving way. Is kind of a weird way to describe it, but I would I think say accurate. Crass, a little crass, but yeah, I guess you said this. You could throw in love in there, <laughs> care and love in that. Care and love and crass. But, but no, because Ryan Reynolds. It is a passion project for him. This is this is something that he championed for him from the beginning. Well, you have to also remember too. The only way that Deadpool ever existed is because somehow a three. Remember, there was a concept, video concept of the fight scene where it's just Deadpool kind of chilling on the New York Parkway, and he drops into these bunch of gangsters and starts fighting each other. It was a 3D concept that apparently got leaked, quotation marks, onto, uh, onto YouTube, which actually got the campaign started to get this film going. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because that's the that's the latest craze. If you want to ever get something pitched, just leak it onto the internet and see how people will react to it. Which basically got the attention to Fox to kind of actually pull the trigger on it. And since then, it's been one of uh, Fox's uh, well consistent money makers in terms of X Men properties that they had. And now it's properly a part of the uh, DC. Uh, well, whoa, 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 MCU. Whoa, what is Watch that? Watch your mouth, young <laughs> sir. What yes. kind of backdoor shenanigans are you trying to imply here? Oh, God, um, it's so dark. It's <laughs> but but yeah, um, and also too, um, they also. Uh, the the uh the Fox contract, the X Men contract, does go on to twenty twenty five, so it's it's not like they didn't have Jack Hugh Jackman under contract, well the older contract anyways, mm, uh, that which would play with gen- depending on wording generally would become property of the new owners. Correct, um, but you know, so uh, so it seems like maybe Disney was able to kind of use that to their advantage to be able to sneak him in. For at least one more film until you know that contract kind of breaks apart, and I feel like they'll kind of go back in to reset the uh, the X Men franchise uh, anew. But I know I think it's 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 fun news for everybody involved. I think again it's it's and it's also starting to make sense with all these other things too. The fact that you're bringing back a lot of these old actors that played all these superhero people, you know, we 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 saw this. Uh, we saw this in uh, Multiverse of Madness, bringing back Patrick Stewart as uh, Professor X, and then a couple of months at before that, Spider-Man bringing back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. So, um, yeah, I think it's really gearing up to what we're going to have in terms of Secret Wars, which is bringing back all these actors. Uh, now we just need to bring back Wesley Slides back with Blade, and I think we'll be pretty much good. <laughs> Well, I mean, there, there, there was there was talk about that, but um, the the uh, other thing I, I do want to bring up about Deadpool is that, uh, you know, I, a lot of people are oh, the, the Mickey Mouse Corporation will never let an R-rated movie be made. They never do such things. 
no, this this is going to be the same Deadpool that everyone's familiar with. Again, Ryan Reynolds is helming it, the same guy who helmed the other two movies. Uh, they have used Deadpool in promotional stuff for other products. Um, it was the the, the one uh, was the one thing where he had Korg and Deadpool talking to each other. Um, they were promoting. What was it? Which movie was it? Free Guy. Oh, yeah. It was Free Guy. So, this is not... This isn't going to be most likely watered down. Um, Although, you have to remember, I think there wasn't a lot of curse in those advertisements, but there was a little bit of an edge to it. But I'm just saying, this is a embraced um, IP that you know they they are and marvel's been slowly pushing that edge to um to stuff that is not as necessary family friendly i mean they they run the gambit to you know stuff that's a lot more friendly family friendly to stuff that um is going to be a little less family friendly um or depending on demographics let's put it that way so, I don't think we have anything to fear. I don't think it's going to be, you know, people like to stereotype Disney-controlled properties that, oh, it's going to be this and it's going to be that and they're going to do this to it and they're going to do that to it. Disney is a lot is very hands-off when it comes to some of these things, like the Marvel stuff. Like you said, it's not broke. It's making money for them. Why are we? Why should they get any more involved than they need to be? Uh, so I, I think, I think it's going to be in a good place. It's going to be the type of Deadpool movie that you'd you'd be expecting, and um, yeah, it, it it should be, uh, it should be interesting to see. Uh, I, I I'm looking forward to it. I've seen the other two. I'm I'm looking forward to the third one, which you know is going to come at some point. Um, and the fact that Wolverine is going to be in it is even better. We have just under two years now to wait for that. Uh, September 6th, 2024 is the anticipated release date or the um, bookmarked release date. You know, these things can change with time and whatnot as you know, production things can happen during production. Uh, schedulings get switched around. You know, like... Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man Quantumania was supposed to come out in June and Ms. Marvel, the Marvels is supposed to come out in February and that got switched up. Now we're getting Ant-Man Quantumania at the beginning of the year and the Marvels in June, in the middle of the year. Because things happen, things change, like directors leaving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we call a segue. Speaking of directors... Uh, which is actually a really good segue. So, on top of all this exciting news about Hugh Jackman coming out, there's a not so great news right now in terms of the Blade film. So, from basically from where I got my information, I basically got my information from Deadline, um, that, uh, 
unfortunately with the blade movie uh they basically end up losing their director uh uh mr basam uh tarik which i hope i'm pronouncing that correct basically has, has stepped down from the film to be part of ways with marvel studios as confirmed by deadline um, um and, which is what i got let me let me correct you on that he hasn't parted way with Marvel Studios. He has stepped down as, as director. director of the He's film. still involved with the film as executive producer. Yeah, but but again, either way, you know, the fact that he has he's no longer the director it is a little bit concerning to the fact for a film that was supposed to start shooting basically next month. So the yeah, the timing's not so him, good on that. So the time is not so good on that. Um, other things that we're starting to learn, and I'm going to pra- uh, paraphrase a lot from from the article, um, actually from other article from another article that I got to the point where uh, we're starting to learn little details about the fact that uh, um, that the the script only has 90 pages done, which is like an equivalent of one minute of film time, which is ugh, not not so well, great. A little I, bit I, at the moment. One That's, page equals one minute. So they're yeah. saying they're projecting that. I I, I read um some of the stuff that where this came from from the the yeah um person on um the reporter for lack of better terms that uh, put that out there. So, claiming that he has heard from a source that the script is approximately 90 pages, which would equivalent to 90 minutes of film with two lackluster action Action scenes, and that is it. That being said, let me rebuttal this. Uh, Rebuttal it this way. Even if that is true, and of course, he also goes in that oh, they they brought in the guy from Moon Knight for for rewrites to help save this sinking ship. Um, rewrites in films is typical. Uh, it happens in every movie. It happens before the movie's shot, mm-hmm. during the movie shooting, and after the movie is shot. Um, which is when you have reshoots. Um, the fact that he's saying that there's two very lackluster action scenes is hyperbole because and again, this is you haven't filmed Kyle them. Ruger at the moment. At the this right, is all he he sees right now. We, we it, it's very story. much um, like it, it's it's hyperbole. That's really what it is. Um, it's one person coming out saying, you know, putting out stuff. Does this guy have a track record of sometimes getting some things right? Yes, he also has a track record of getting stuff wrong, saying that She-Hulk is going to be a disaster and it's horrible. Phase four is trash and crashing and burning. Um, we, we're we're pretty much finished with phase four, and Marvel Studios is still doing fine. I, I you know, can't say that everything has been a sparkling shining beacon of their their product and their work but at the you know that you know every not every movie is going to be super and wonderful there's been things in phase three that weren't always great either of course. so of course. um 
yeah, that that's. I think it's just people trying to make noise. And I think, and and I and I will sit down and agree. Yeah, I think this is just kind of how uh, how the news junket kind of works. You try to get some information and try to stir up the pot a little bit, if for will, you know, whatever information that you can sit down and get. Um, again, we're going to only based on the information that has been given to us so far. Um, and then there was another report that Mahershala Ali was starting to be frustrated within the process and stuff like that right now in terms of things getting started. Um, but there's uh, nothing in, of in the movement. So yeah, but there's uh, it's kind of funny because there's all this stuff that's being said and there's nothing, no actual quotes, no actual public, like nothing is to, kind of typical. Yeah, which is. Really, kind of typical in these these things right now in terms of yeah. information. Though, that also kind of being said, though, with kind of how you know Kevin, with uh, without things are 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 running at at, at the moment. You know, uh, again, you know, with movie with things gotten pushed back. Uh, I, I think a little like again, I'm, again, I'm not worried about this project because I think eventually the project is going to finally, you know, it's going to be worked. Um, I do feel like the project may end up being kicked back, whatever phase that originally was supposed to come out. I think what either was going to be phase four, I believe it would have to be phase four. It was phase think, four because it, it, it's yeah. it's slated for um, another a year from now, November another, November third, twenty twenty three. Yeah. So, um, uh, so with that, um, I'm not super concerned. However, you know, this project was, I want to believe this was announced in 2020. The Blade project was announced in 2020. Correct? Yes. So this yes. has been two years of trying to get this off the ground. Well, um, remember um, all, everything that's been happening in that time yes, frame too. Yes, with, with that time frame again. Yes, we have to make sure that that's that that's also been bigger play. In fact, and that's kind of pushed production back with a lot of things right now, where you do feel like things are are kind of getting pushed into the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, again, hearing all these news, it's it's. Uh, Again, I'm not completely worried about the things that are happening right now, though. Although, again, and like you said, there are like scripts. Uh, like you said, there's always rewrites even during production. That's that's also not a big deal. Not, but again, going based on this information that's given to us, uh, you know, the the feel that we're this, it. it you know, maybe in terms of an actor, maybe they don't, people are not feeling comfortable about what the script is producing right now in terms of, uh, you know, how it's supposed to feel in terms of representing the comic books and in terms of re representing a cool action feel that, say, maybe people have gotten in terms of the feels of the Wesley Snipes films back in the day. So, um, yeah, it, it's... it's it is a little concerning when you hear a director leave a film 
Uh, again, after two years of kind of planning this and all of a sudden to kind of bail out, knowing the production's going to start in November, it's just usually feels like it's a telltale of not good things happening on set. To mm. when, what I what I start hearing directors, so like when directors start to bounce minutes before production, that's usually never good. Um, Again, that's not to say that the film's going to be bad or they can't find somebody, but that usually starts to seem like signs that the production on set is not where it should be. So with all that being said, again, you know, I'm sitting back. We'll just have to sit down and wait and, and see what other news that kind of really pops up on this situation until hopefully more things develop. Hopefully when things kick off in November, things will we'll probably hear hopefully a better tale of what's happening right now. But again, this is what I'm going off of the information that's given. Yeah, I mean, it, is it a good thing to have a, a director leave, you know, for whatever reason? Because, you know, to be honest, they, there was no real definitive other than scheduling conflicts. Um, no. Quotation, scheduling conflicts in quotation. <laughs> right. Um. But is it always a bad thing? I mean, it, it, it's happened on many occasions. Uh, just on, on Disney alone, I could tell you that uh, the movie Brave, they did that, you know, that happened uh, mid-production of Brave. Um, they, they switched out directors. That was studio done. Uh, same with Zootopia. Um, Ant-Man also had that happen uh, where they switched out to director. Um, the director for... Fantastic Four was attached to another project, which is slipping my mind at the moment that he was supposed to be working on. He was attached to it. It was going to be doing his work. It was happening, happening, happening. And all of a sudden, nope, he had to step away because two days later, he was announced that he was directing Fantastic Four. Um, Jaws is another movie that they switched out to directors. Um, uh, Solo by Star, yeah, the Star Wars movie. You know, you know, some people may say that was a good thing. Some people may not. But, I'll, 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 but I'll case in point, more, yeah, it's 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 a business. These things do happen. Um, so, is it disconcerting? Yes, but again, I'm not worried yet. I, I haven't been given anything to, you know, any super big red flags definitive or, you know, with actual proof um, that the, the, the project's in that much trouble. Uh, I mean, think about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Your lead actor died <laughs> right before they, they were about to bring this thing into production. Um uh, no, I'll let you finish on that before I, I throw my point on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, unfortunate things do happen um, sometimes with movies, and, and it 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 messes things up, and you have to redo things and switch things around. But eventually, can these movies get done? Yes. Now, do we know what Black Panther is going is? We're assuming that it's going to be a good movie. Do we know it's going to be a good movie? We haven't seen it yet, so that that's uh, that's yet to be seen. Um, but again, I, I don't have anything 
concrete to go off of other than this it's it's one guy saying this yes that's yes. everyone's that's everyone's going uh jumping on it's, it's one guy um you know this is this is you know, he said the same thing. She-Hulk is a sinking ship, and it's going to be the biggest disaster that Marvel's put out. Uh, I've I've watched over half the series now, and I've enjoyed the whole thing. Is it the best thing out there? No, but it's a series. It's a it's a um, sitcom series, basically. And for what it is, it is good. It is enjoyable. That's the purpose of it. You know, it, it, I'm not you know dreading going to watch the next episode i i mean i look forward to each episode so to me that's not a disaster no no and no one's saying that is a disaster but just back up with the and, and i totally understand like these these conflicts happen in hollywood all the time oh yeah there's, there's situations like that only the only thing that we'll have to back up with the block was wakanda forever in the situation is that you know unfortunately chapel bonds when god rests his soul the sort of person that came in basically you know as was revealed learned about his uh, illness was cancer to let him do that so within 2020 at least they had that were thought to know that maybe things would have changed within that what two year span period so i think they had enough time to make those changes and pull again this, this is the same time that blade was intro was also announced a couple of years ago around that same period so one would have to believe that both of those things were happening coinciding each other in terms of writing in terms of production in terms of getting things together right now so again now that we are heading that production is supposed to start in november and right mm -hmm. now that we're starting to get these drops now within the two-year planning between production and writing and make sure that everything happened. Again, like we said, this is just maybe coming from one word, but it's maybe, again, I'm not to say that I'm concerned about it, but it is a little bit of a hint that if a director is pulling out so late into the production of things to start, and now that Disney has to go and try to find someone to cover it up, that is just, I'm not going to say maybe, I'll say maybe Maybe one red flag is being pulled up. I'm not going to go freaking out if there's three more flags where it's like yeah. a strikeout, then it's one situation. So, yes, I think, again, in terms of this whole different situation, saying one kind of new in the background. I think we all knew in the background, like Feige knew that what, what, um, what Mr. Bosman was going through to kind of let them all, I think everybody knew in the background what was going on, even though it was a sad, tragic moment, and to be able to lead into this versus where we are with the Blade film, though. But like you said, I'm not in the same war thought like everybody else right now. This is just one news of information that drops. Things may change up just, just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, we're going to see what happens moving forward with this film. It's just, just kind of the first one uh, to really drop in terms of uh, phases and stuff like that. Yeah. Nothing to really worry about. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> you know, is it an unfortunate thing? Yes, but, yeah, these things happen, um, and movies move on. Exactly. Um, speaking of movies moving on, we have... Um, news about armor wars yes yeah no it, totally so you know what's really cool about was what's happening uh, so eventually 
Um, we all thought that Armor Wars was eventually going to be a series on Disney Plus because again that that's also kind of disappeared <laughs> since what it was announced two years also two years ago, right? In terms of production and stuff. So Yeah, this this was announced in the twenty twenty exactly the game, same uh, big series dump. Um twenty one, twenty, you know, whatever whatever that was. Uh during that like investment. Twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Uh, um but anyway, yeah, when they, they did the, this big yeah. dump of oh we're getting this and 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 this. Um and then like I said, life unfortunately happened where a lot of things couldn't happen. Um so things got shifted around, pushed back, moved, reshuffled. Uh so yeah, anyway, so yeah, um, it, it was supposed to be, and they used the word supposed to be, a Disney Plus series, and now it's going to be a, Isaac, take it away. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Armor Wars is actually going to be a feature film, which is going to be pretty interesting. Again, now again, this is going to be reprised by uh, Don Cheadle, who's going to come back to reprise his role as, uh, as Mr. Rhodes, which uh, Mr. Colonel James Rhodes, which I aka war machine uh yeah to kind of head into that project so i think that's really cool and i think they're bringing yesar lester who was you know you know at the original head writer for the the, the the series is still going to remain as one of the scribes uh for this film so uh yeah other than that like like you said and just like you said uh a lot this was announced years back um i think originally again they were supposed to i this project was supposed to come out in 2023. Now it was everything kind of reshifted. I still think it may be kind of, it seems like it may be pushed into maybe their phase six slate. One would have yeah, to believe. Phase four is pretty solidified. Yes. And I don't see them, if they're only supposed to start production next year. And have being... that, so it definitely would have to be in phase 2024 release. Right. So, um, uh, yeah. So other than that, uh, you know, we're gonna Cheeto will be returning his, uh, will be reprising his role in the uh, series Secret Reva- uh, Secret Invasion, alongside uh, Samuel Jackson as he comes back as Nick Fury. Uh, so yeah. Other than that, uh, what do you what? I mean, again, what are your thoughts now that this is going to be turned into a full fledged real a film over a series? Um, and don't get me wrong on this. In some ways, I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. Because, and quite simple, I I've enjoyed this series so much because you get so much more from them. Disney Plus series. Yeah, the Disney Plus series that you, you get so much more because you're you're getting instead of a two-hour movie, give or take. Uh, you you know, Doctor Strange being a lot shorter. That was an hour and a half movie practically. Uh, and then you you know you get Endgame that was two and a half hours, two hours and forty minutes. Um, but you you get so much more. Like you know, She Hulk working nine half hour episodes, so it's about six hours of film, or uh, six hours of storytelling. Uh, same thing with Hawkeye and. Uh, WandaVision and Loki. So I 
I've said before, I I love the character of War Machine. I love Don Cheadle. Um, two of them, brilliant. So I was looking forward to getting approximately six hours worth of of War Machine, and now I'm going to get half that, uh, or a third of that. So that that's where I'm disappointed. On the other hand. I get to see War Machine again on the big screen, um, kicking butt and just being awesome and get it all in, in one, one foul swoop. Um, I think it is great that he is now getting his own movie. So I think that is a great honor and a, a fantastic, um, fantastic move. Uh, like I said, purely selfish, it's selfish reasons that I, I, I want more. Um, but I, I think we were going to get quality either way. Um, I'm guessing that it's just a matter of condensing down the story. Uh, that they feel that the story will, it will play out better in a large screen, shorter time frame format versus a smaller screen longer time frame format if that makes sense no no i i get where you're coming from yeah in terms of formats and stuff like that uh yeah no like i said i i I think it's uh i i I feel your sentiment too i think the disney plus has done a little bit more better job and letting because again um with Disney Plus, with television, you do have the opportunity to kind of flesh out the characters a little bit more better, especially like a character uh, like uh, like Don Cheadle's character, like with Rhodes, who kind of let's be honest, has always kind of been the background of a lot of films. Mm-hmm. He's kind of be the be this uh, player and things uh, to kind of be able to spend a little bit more extra time with Don Cheadle, who is once again a fantastic actor be able to kind of spend time with him in, in a television series setting to me I would believe would be far more better because he'll be able we really get to kind of dive into the characters the same way we've been able to dive with Sam Wilson and Bucky, same way we were able to dive in with Wanda, Maxoff, Vision and uh, all these other characters that we've seen right now in Disney Plus we've really had that opportunity. Characters that have been kind of on the side as B players really kind of get their opportunity to shine and step up to be that A-wrist role in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, as uh, as established, so yeah, uh, again, um, not able to have, like you said, not be able to have that time to kind of develop all these characters, uh, to, to to have his character more fleshed out, his backstory, the reason why he does things, is a little, little bit of a miss. On the same token, like you said, he's him being tre- given like the special treatment as being the headliner in his own film and the MCU is also kind of big and exciting. That basically means that they're kind of giving respect to John Cheadle as an actor and even giving even bigger respect to the character as a role. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's sad in one way, but it's, it's, it's great in another. I also think Armor Wars has also been, you know, um, one of those comic books within the Iron Man series that's also a big that's a big play in the Iron Man series in terms of you know the story of what happens if uh, technology if Stony Stark's tech um, is put in the wrong hands of certain people. So 
Uh, it's going to be very interesting interesting to see how that plays out in the bigger scheme heading into those two big Avenger movies. So in terms of how, um, wh- how, how who, who's pretty much the menace um, for this, because I think another reason too, I think they're, they're going to go the movie route is maybe because of how, uh, uh uh, what was that that organization that was introduced in Miss Marvel was handled? Was it, let's say their their first outed wasn't the best. <laughs> I, I forgot what it, it started with a D in Miss in the in the Miss. Oh Marvel oh series. oh, um, was it D E A or something? I, I some. I think I think that's right. Yeah. Um... I think that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I remember who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I could easily see them being the, the ones that somehow end up with the Stark tech and start mishandling it because they are a bunch of buffoons. Yeah. And I I think it it would, uh, it would, it would play out well. Um, hmm. That's interesting. I mean, it, Armor Wars is a follow-up to Secret Invasion, so it, somehow the the Kree are going to, uh, sorry, the Scrolls are right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Are going to play into this. Um, and, and before you continue, it was the DODC. DODC. Thank you. Or Doc. Or, or Doc. Or Doc or whatever. Dodoc. Yeah, Dodoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Department of Damage Control. Um. Yeah. In, in that series. Yeah. Again. It, um. But I. 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 But continue. I apologize for that. No. 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 You. You were. Um, yeah. I, I was just gonna say. That, you know. It kind of. Uh. Plays out. That. Somehow that's gonna play out. Now we know. Uh. Shield's character. Um. Of. Uh. Joe's. Of Rhodes um, is going to be in Secret Invasion because we've, we've seen him um, in some form or fashion. You know, we, we we can't speculate that it is him. We can't speculate it's not because you know, you know who we see may not be who they we think they are. It's a whole premise of Secret Invasion. Um, so that character is going to be in it. Um, and so at what point is the stepping off point in and obviously there's going to be a time gap because that's going to end and it's going to be at least a year till we we see um armor wars which in that point we're gonna have the marvels we're gonna have uh potentially blade um and then uh um, you know, we we kind of go go from there. Um, you know, uh, Daredevil's going to show up at some point. But I think Daredevil's twenty four, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's slated for twenty three. I'm pretty sure it's slated for twenty three. I have this up, and I believe. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no. It's no. You're right. It's 24. It's it's, it's slated for 2024. So, 
but you have to believe that they're going to start production really, really soon on 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 that. So, um, since it's already penciled in, but yeah, uh, yeah. But, but again, everything's fluid. No, I I I I I, I agree. Um, uh, no, but other than that, like I I think in in terms of where they're putting it was. And uh, again, my it, the the way that they introduced uh, the, the department of uh, uh, they they introduced that that team, which because again, in the comic books that that was a real big deal in terms of them taking over the Star Tech mm-hmm. and really going ham in the comic books. So just the way that the uh, department of damage control was handled in Miss Marvel kind of made them look like a joke um i mean listen they got they got out they got ousted by high schoolers <laughs> um so i i mean i don't know how much of a threat you could after that i don't know if you really want to go and use them again unless they're going to pull some kind of like well that wasn't the real department of control you know it's our, our, well, our horrible I... subsection of it or may or maybe after how they've had they were handled in Miss Marvel, I think the writer's gonna pull back on it and say, okay, they'll probably give you maybe a goofy explanation where it's like, well, you know, uh, somebody else is gonna come into the fold to change everything up, and now it may become the more dangerous, more uh, serious organization that's cat that that comes into play. So again, I think there's a lot of options that could be thrown in there. But I'm just saying, uh, the Department of the, uh, the Damage Control. This was not their best outing. If you're introducing them into the MCU, true. Um, but um, well, there's you know, two possibilities there, and follow. Go with me on this. Um, if we're doing Department of Damage Control, uh, they can quite simply, and this is kind of how they wrote it for Ms. Marvel, is that it was that one rogue agent who doesn't necessarily define on who Department of Damage Control is. Because we, we've seen them before. Uh, it was the same agent that exactly, was in yeah. Far From Home. Um, but we've seen them before. So it's a larger organization that was, again, that one goofy person. The rest of them are just a lot more hardcore and, and more troublesome. That's one option. The other one I'm, I was just thinking of, and it, you know, I don't think we got a definitive closure on, on this organization. If we go back to WandaVision, is, that was S.W.O.R.D., and they were messing around with a lot of things that they oh, shouldn't be. That is very true. So you have two possibilities there. I'm going with option C here. Um, option three, the one that most people wouldn't see coming, but I think will give the best explanation. And that's the tracksuit suit mafia is actually the ones really behind it. And they're the ones that are going to um, get their hands on Stark Tech and really cause problems because they really goof up whenever they get, you know, something over their heads. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, ew. 
But you actually, you know, you actually do bring in a very interesting part that you know I, I that I didn't really think about. Yeah, the, the fact that sword is like you said, sword. It was introduced after the events of Shield. You would think the people at Sword would want to get a hold of Star Tech, and then at that same token, because again, it seems like it's a battle of. Uh, Again, with the damage, with with damage control, and sword is nothing but an offshoot of the the remnants of shield. So mm-hmm. you would think that people that were run that used to run shield are these splinter groups that clearly understand Stark's technology would want to get their hands on it. And then I feel like there's some other players too. Do you think that could come into? That's actually a very interesting question. Who, who, what do you think the other players? could come into do you think the hand would want to get involved into that maybe that's a weird introduction maybe the hand would get involved in some some tech although i know they're more into mystical stuff like that they're more like yeah they're they're more more of a weird occult more more of a weird occult um another thing too that maybe um that i could kind of maybe weirdly see who was uh shang chi we remember the at the end of Shang Chi where uh, her sister kind of takes over the basically takes over his father's former organization. Yeah, one would have to believe um, has plenty of resources across the globe if they want to be able to establish some type of dominance. So one would maybe have to believe that maybe she gets her hand on some tech too, if you want to be able to establish yourself as a bit player in the in in the world, in terms of uh, crime and organization. Maybe she comes into play, which could also be the catalyst to the sequel, where she may where Shang Chi might have to might have to um, uh, talk to her, encounter her sister on that. So I think there are little way things that you can play in where Don Cheadle would have to basically has to be the dude that has to round up all this technology uh, for the sake of uh, his friend. I, I'm just throwing out ideas. I think there's a lot of interesting things that you could uh, that you could kind of tie in that still kind of fit within the within the universe. Um. Sorry, I just remembered something. I'm, I'm just um, doubling back. Okay, wait. No, I think um, the the Ten Rings organization. That's, yeah, that's the Ten right. Rings, and um, I I don't see them. But again, I don't see them as much of a tech person. But I wouldn't be something else. Uh, actually, because far be it, it thinking here. And the broader strokes, a lot of things that they're doing, they're they're bringing stuff back from years ago. So like we're getting the leader back finally after two thousand whatever oh, that was. That yeah, not saying it's the leader because the leader is going to be in Captain America four. But I think I know where you're going with this. Iron Man three brought in aim. And we, and we just got a little bit of a touch of AIM there. And what does AIM love to use? 
They love to use tech. Technology. Technology, which is very big, especially with, especially when they're playing genetics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you kind of got that little bit of a marriage there of you got the, the stuff going on with the um, the alien stuff. You got the, the Stark tech being stolen. Um, I, and also... Another player that we forgot, the Shadow Bro- Broker, which was really- oh yes, that's another player that we're forgetting that would want to that's and, still and out there. That's still out there in in uh, Miss Carter, uh, Sharon Carter, who's running who's running that gambit. And remember, she was able to get her hands on the on on the formula, the super serum formula. So you know she'll be a you would one would have to think if she was able to get her hands on that, she would totally be able to figure out the resources to get her hands on Tony Startack. Which to me, I feel like getting your hands on this on the soldier form is is a lot more higher on the list than it's, it's Tony a lot Star-tack. more difficult. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's there's a lot a lot of there's a lot of players. That, yeah. yeah it, there's a lot of players that that wow uh, yeah Rhodes is going to have a lot of work tracking all these organizations down. But again, but again, thinking back, a lot of these have come from the Disney Plus series. Exactly. Yes. And and Feige said whenever they started announcing that the, the we were having going to have these Disney Plus series, that they were going to change the movies and the MCU altogether. That you know. One thing that you see here is going to show up, you know, in a, in a series is going to show up in a movie, and a movie will influence a series, and 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 so forth, and it's it's just going to be this fantastic marriage, and we're now starting to see that a little more and more and more. Um, you know, initially not so much, but now that things are really starting to get rolling with the the series, uh, you know, it, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, and again, in, in Feige, Ooh, we wow. trust that that's been my motto and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Now I, I think after now talking about more about armor Road, because I'll, I'll, I'll admit I was even uh, during this podcast that we were, that even was, uh, announced again, there wasn't a lot of information out there to really get me pumped up or excited about this. But now that we've kind of talked about the different organizations that have now been introduced into the MCU that would want to get a hold of this technology, I think there's a lot that you can sit down and play here, which sadly goes again. This would have better. This would have been much better as a television show than it being a movie now. I, I'm, <laughs> because, I'm not because, arguing that. You can explore um, all of those organizations a lot more in deeper depth. But, you know, we are getting a film, so, I mean, I'm I'm not entirely upset about it. I, I, I got my Iron Patriot shirt that I will be wearing probably to the premiere of of this movie. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's... There's a lot going on. Um, and it, it's... You know, it, again, it, it's a constant moving puzzle. Um, yeah, well, sometimes movies fall off the, the schedule and sometimes other ones pop up. It, it, it's, it's no simple task, but, you know, we've gotten so much good stuff so far. 
and, and there's a lot of promise. The future looks bright. The future looks bright. Um, and speaking of the future, um, you sent me this beautiful list of things that we're getting in October this month uh, of uh, of stuff coming to Disney Plus. Yes. So basically, uh, for us, for everybody, wonderful viewers, basically a lot of things are going to start dropping later this month as well as this week. So basically, I was able to kind of get a wonderful list of stuff that will be happening on Disney Plus, and just to kind of rattle off some names that people may be interested in. One of those is that Dancing with the Stars is actually going to be coming on to Disney Plus. Did you hear about that? Are you a big fan of Dancing with the Stars, Matt? I I, I was. I haven't watched it as much recently um but i know they're they're doing i think their next one is going to be uh which is this week's uh bond themed so oh, I, I, I i yeah i like uh, i like uh, you know i'm a james bond person i know it's not disney but hey i, I can like things that aren't disney uh right. nanu nanu the <laughs> uh yeah so i like james bond stuff so yeah you got the james bond one i, I may tune into that Awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting that they push Dancing with the Stars to to Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also kind of, in some ways, I think it's a almost foreshadowing or a a uh, a sign of things to come as far as what we know of terrestrial TV. Um, and it, I think in some ways it's only the beginning of, we are going to get more things via streaming service one way or another and less things to terrestrial TV and, you know, not saying it's going to be next year or even the next five years, but terrestrial TV is not going to be the same or much of it at all from, from what, you know, we're, we're used to seeing, I mean, heck. Thursday night football is streaming. Now you, you to watch Thursday night football, you have to you stream it on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, a lot, a lot of at least here in the United States, to watch Premier League soccer, you have to stream it on Peacock. Um, you know Disney's getting you know Dancing with the Stars now. You you stream it through Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of the direction that media companies are heading in. And, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that, uh, dancing ended up there. It, It was a big juggernaut for ABC and, um, kind of, okay, we're, let's, let's shift our weight to Disney plus. And we do that with one of our biggest benchmarks. No, and I and I it does make sense. I think you're gonna get more of a hybrid model. Like I said, I, I could see that happen. You'll have a hybrid model for maybe the next couple of years until you make the the full transition over to stream. And if that is the the next step of things, and it's it's starting right now. Like you see, you're starting right now. You're starting to see a lot of this hybrid models between. Not only can you watch this on cable, but you can also watch this on a streaming service. And sometimes now live, you don't really even have to wait until the next following day. Sometimes they're doing it live right on the spot. So yeah, yeah no, it's 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 a real thing that's happening right now. 
Uh, other things that also will be dropping out, we're also going to have another uh, episode for Andor, uh, for Star Wars. Uh, Mighty Ducks, the Game Changers, episode 2 will be dropping around uh, October 5th. A uh, new show, uh, not probably new show, A Shipwreck Hunters Australia, The Simpsons, season 33 will kick off too. That's really, insane. Really soon. That's insane, yeah, man. That show keeps on going forever uh spidey and his amazing friends season two will have a four episode run around that same time uh puppy dog pals for the for the kids out there uh world of flavor was big bo carson season one will also drop uh old school episodes of zorro seasons one and two uh she hulk attorney law will continue with episode eight and then the premiere of marvel's werewolf by night uh drop in at the end of that uh at uh seven ten so uh, yep so with everything that was kind of mentioned for this week in october uh i know that you mentioned it was dance and it was the stars uh what other uh shows are you uh happy to watch on disney plus uh obviously andor um that that's been that's been spectacular so you know Looking forward to that keep going. And I mentioned She-Hulk, how much I enjoying that. I'm, you know, upset that we're getting near the end of that run. But uh, yeah, we got She-Hulk, uh, Werewolf by Night. Um, that really has me intrigued. And some of the early words that I've been hearing from that is that it, it's it walks that fine line between uh, somewhat satire and and horror. So you kind of get both ends of it. Um, but the, the thing that actually, uh, I was unaware of until you sent me this and, uh, I'm actually really stoked about as bizarre as this may sound is Zorro. Um, (laughs) yeah, I, I, I am a big time classic Disney nut. So I, I, I like seeing that stuff being pulled out of the vault and made available to people. Uh, Davy Crockett, Zorro, um, Edgar Baca, uh, Swamp Fox, um, all those type of things. So, some great, just old school series that, again, those are the type of things that you could you could easily sit down with the family and watch and enjoy. The, the kids may not find it as action packed as exciting, but Zorro, I mean, he he runs around with his foil and you know leaving his mark on on people. Um, it, it's, um, it's nice to see that it's being given a, a second life. Uh, you know, this is stuff that hasn't been readily available in, in a long, long time that you, you used to be able to catch it, um, years ago, years, years, decades, actually on the Disney channel. Um, Disney channel used to have a block at night, um, uh, that, oh my goodness, and the name is escaping me what they used to call it, um, Vault Disney. So I'll play on Walt Disney and Vault uh, Disney, um, where you would get a lot of these old um, shows. Uh, you know, the opening, they run the, the special for the opening of Epcot with Danny Kay. Uh, and Drew Barrymore walking around this brand new park so from from eighty one or eighty two. Um, you'd had, uh, like I said, Swamp Fox, um, Zorro, 
I love the old uh, shorts, uh, animated shorts, a lot of you know, the old, old, older stuff um, that they would play during this block, which was it started like 11 o'clock at night and ran till seven o'clock in the morning. Um, and they faded that out. So and, and since that time, you really hadn't seen that type of things. Uh, you, you also had the, the tin collections. Uh, the DVD um, collections, but again, that that was thirty you know, twenty years ago now that those things came out. Um, which I I I got a number of them. I mean, like I have the complete works of Davy Crockett. I have, I think all the Mickey Mouse ones, um, Pluto, the Goofy one. So I I have a lot of those, but. You know, thinking back that it's been that long since those things came out, you know, people don't have access to this stuff anymore. If you try to buy those DVDs now, you're paying hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for them, yeah. uh, which is insane, but also goes to speak to how uh, how in demand some of this stuff is. So bringing back Zorro, putting it on Disney Plus. um. <laughs> just because yeah i i that's I, tell how much i speak about it um how how key that is um and also continuing the legacy you know this is stuff that walt worked on this is stuff that walt had a passion for um you know this is something that he touched and so it, it, we're not forgetting about it and we're honoring his memory and his legacy and his works by keeping this stuff around, you know the new stuff is great, and you know obviously you know it's going to keep going and and whatnot. But you know in the hundred year spans of that, this company has almost been around. Um, you know let's not also forget about what you know what they it has produced in some of the um, keystone pieces, and and Zoro was a keystone piece. Hey, well said, man. Totally well said. And, uh, <laughs> Couldn't no, follow that one up. No, no, well, well said. No, and again, I think it's, it's just reason why you have a Disney Plus to be able to show all these classics and stuff like that. No, I think that it's 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 great that they are able to bring out all these uh, older classics now, and you, you can bring it into a digital format too to be able to, like you said, to be able to share with your family and friends and be able to support the older aspects of the of the Disney library. I mean, this is the reason why you get into the. You, our streaming service no uh no uh perfectly well said i i don't think i can follow that <laughs> up uh, and, and Iger himself said no. when we, they, they launched disney plus is that you will have access to the vault and meaning these old shows now initially he said you would have access immediately at the beginning and constantly have it that hasn't necessarily happened but the fact that they do keep going back to the vault, bringing these things out onto the streaming service and, and giving you access for whatever time period they deem worthy um, is a testament to, you know, keeping these memories in, in these, these pieces uh, around and alive and, uh, you know, reminding people of, you know, or just the you know, people that have, did see it back back in the day um may not be their target audience but they're not leaving them out either 
couldn't say it any more better, man. All right, beautiful. Uh, so yeah, that's and that pretty much it is for uh, what's Disney Plus, man. Uh, is there anything else, man, that you want to say to well, wrap up this wonderful what podcast? Yeah, I mean I, that that's what I'm looking forward to. Is there anything on that list that you you uh, that you're looking forward to? Werewolves. Yes, <laughs> werewolves by night. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's starting to drop next week. I'm actually kind of really interested to see the art direction. Uh, and I think right now, even uh, Marvel did release uh, a sneak peek into how that's going to be produced. I am very interested in a different art style and take they're going to go with kind of go with that old school kind of in the in in the realm of Azaro and how that is shot with the older grainy uh, classic uh, monster series. Series. So, yeah, uh, to me, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that works. Um, I, it wouldn't bother me if it's not tied into the MCU, if it's just completely like a fun, interested one off. I would honestly be more, more okay with that if it were. But if it's tied into the whole Zygos as MCU, that's great. If it's a one shot, that's also fine. I'm just kind of serious to see what this one uh shot episode is. Uh and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and the same I'm I'm fine if it is if it's a standalone and it's all that it is that you know and we never hear of anything else from it again. I'm good with that. You know, every October I'll be looking forward to watching it. Uh, as long as I enjoy it, and I'm I'm going to hedge my bets that I will. Um, if it somehow eventually becomes connected, because why not? Then, sure, whatever. I, you know, I I I'll, I'll go with it there. But either way, I I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I I I like the black and white to me. I think when I think horror films or monster films. I, I immediately go to the black and white. Not that there's anything wrong with color, but there's just something that adds a little something to it being in, in black and white. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> Pumped with it. Looking forward to it. So, And on that bombshell, uh, Isaac, thank you for, for joining us yet again. And uh, bringing us such wealth of, of knowledge and uh, things to look forward to and keeping us abreast of everything that's, uh, that's happening out there, at least on the Marvel end. Oh, no, man. Definitely, man. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Finding some information. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. And we'll be talking soon. Thank you again to Isaac for joining us this week to discuss the many things going on, particularly on the Marvel side, but including Disney Plus and all that fun stuff. What do you think about some of this stuff coming out, some of the news coming out of, of Marvel? Are Deadpool 3, are you looking forward to it? Are you excited about Logan? Uh, the things about Blade, uh, are you concerned? Are you okay with? Let us know. Join the conversation. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash WDMagicCast. On Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, we are at WDMagicCast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, where you can also hear 
the audio version of the show there, plus some other content that will be popping up from time to time, so always make sure to check back. If you want to be heard and on the show, leave us a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website, or record your own message and send it to us electronically to the email address, or also any questions or suggestions you may have to email at wdmagicast.com. If you have any questions, please send them your way. We'll answer them on the show. Links to all of these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have, and the fact that you get to spend, or you do spend, some of your precious, valuable time with us. Really, um, again, I, I know I always say this, but it really means a lot. It really means a lot to us. It is... Um, it, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you um, so much. And uh, even though we can't see see each other, even though we, we can't talk directly, we are friends. We do appreciate you. And we are happy you're a part of our family. And we're happy to be part of your family. Uh, as always, if I could ask you, please go on to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to rate the show. We have all five-star reviews currently going on. Um, more would be great because it would just help people find out about the show. Or you could tell people about the show. Share the link out on your social networks. Uh, you know, oh, check out this uh, episode that we talked about. Uh, Matthew goes on a weird rant about these crazy people trying to create news and uh, saying things about stuff. Uh, whatever. Just you know, shout out the links or go on and leave a rating. Help spread the word. Help spread the word because um, Walt believed in a big Disney family and so do I. The more people we have involved, the better it is for everybody. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. And why I added Kisser become a premium subscriber. Really help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash wdmagicast slash support or find our Patreon page. You can also check out some of the cool merchandise that we have on our merchandise shop. Which we got some new stuff coming out soon. Not yet, but soon. Um, get some fun WD Magicast stuff. You can find links to all these also in the show notes. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever darkness seems to have surrounded you and, and made things seem impossible, don't give up. Look deep within yourself and you will find the light. It will guide you to where you need to be. Be your own hero. Never give up. Never get in. And let the light shine all to see. Never be afraid to ask for help. Help will always be given to those who need it. Now I'd like to end this show with a quote, of course, from Walt Disney himself. Next to his own most intimate self-concerns, man is most fascinated by creatures of the animal kingdom. They have been close to his interest and his fate from the from time beyond the arc. And that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.